ending, one and all, from the world of dead and buried treasures. <laughs> uh, I am Eric Sprouse, series creator. I also happen to play Captain Calico Drake, and welcome to the world of dead and buried treasures here on Pirate Radio WDBT, where we are taking your pirate booty calls, uh, appropriately named booty calls. <laughs> Uh, on our show, The Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures, where we're going to take your calls for up to an hour. Uh, we just watched the uh, conclu- or the uh, epic conclusion of the most recent episode, uh, which was Long John Silver. It wasn't a monster movie, uh, but it was a pirate film, and it was in honor of Talk Like a Pirate Month. And I thought appropriate that uh, since really Robert Newton, who plays Long John Silver, kind of immortalized the way that us pirates talk, you know, with our one eye kind of open and our other one closed. And he really just did an amazing job. Infamous Long John Silver. And so much so that he spawned Treasure Island and he... um, did of course Long John Silver the sequel and of course and then there was a TV series I believe in the 50s that uh, uh, Robert Newton did uh, so for the next hour we're going to talk about the show the epic cliffhanger we had that we're getting the phone lines are already flooded so if you're trying to get in uh, we're just gonna have to go through the queue uh, as quickly as we can and if you get a voicemail please leave one we'll get to it taking a bit of a refreshment because I got a feeling we're going to be talking quite a while tonight. Our show tonight is, of course, as always, is sponsored by Redbubble.com, where you too can get just about anything you want that's Dead and Buried Treasures related. Laptops, t-shirts, hoodies, um, uh, iPhone cases, shower curtains, bath mats, uh, leggings, socks, just about anything you want, shop redbubble.com and using the search words dead and buried treasures, uh, look for the store of Captain Calico Drake. And just a, a, a side note for that, uh, you can get a lot of uh, uh, pirates stuff like uh, for, of course, Captain Drake and Jack and Davy Bones and uh, Reggie and coming soon uh, by popular request, all of our male fans out there, and female fans too, I guess, uh, we are going to be pre- uh, presenting Professor Gertie in all of her glory, uh, so you can get uh, her likeness on a t-shirt or whatnot too, soon. She is coming soon, we promise, so I wanted to li- give you that little note. And our other sponsor, of course, as always, is Phoenix Comics and Toys, where you can too can be a pirate and decode some of the code word secret messages that Captain Calico Drake puts out over the airwaves uh, to help you solve puzzles and clues. Um, everybody says it's reminiscent of uh, the decoder that you see in A Christmas Story with Ralphie. <laughs> Which is kind of true. You know, drink your Ovaltine and such. But, you know, they have uh, other opportunities there for you to uh, win some prizes. Oil changes, donuts, just about anything. Uh Lots happening on tonight's show, and don't forget uh, our contest that's going on for the next couple of weeks till the end of Halloween, or to the end of October, 
uh, where our grand prize will be revealed on October 30th. Our other sponsor tonight is the show itself, um, where if you call in and listen to or watch our Facebook watch parties on Wednesdays, our Wicked Wednesday watch parties, our Fatal Friday watch parties, or our Screaming Saturday Night watch parties at midnight and 9 o'clock on Wednesdays. That's just for clarity. It's Wednesdays at 9 on our Facebook page, Fridays and Saturdays at midnight on our Facebook page. Uh, You can win hundreds of dollars worth of Halloween prizes, uh, courtesy of our other sponsors for the show, Allen's Haunted Hayrides, uh, Rich's Fright Farms, and the Haunted Hills Estate, all located in Fayette County in Pennsylvania, um, who have graciously decided to sponsor us for the month of October, leading up to Halloween, where you too can win all these wonderful Halloween prizes they donated, and of course, the grand prize on Saturday night. But to see more about it and to check out more about what that contest is about, look at our Facebook page or watch the commercial. It'll summarize it for you, and it's a lot of fun to watch too. It wasn't easy putting that spot together. So (laughs) make sure you check it out. And of course, for the next hour, we'll be answering your phone calls about tonight's episode Uh, With our pretty incredible cliffhanger, we've introduced a new villain, and uh, but more on that soon enough. I tell you what, let's get right into these phone calls because the queue is already lit up; it's flooded. I and I got to get these in order because I know people are also going to be trying to call. So let's go first. This is uh, Dusty. Is that correct? The Dusty, Dusty from Fayette County. Dusty, how are you this evening? What's going on in Fayette County, sir? Hello, Captain. My name is Ron. I'm calling from Fayette County. Oh, sorry, Ron. Wow, I record your show down here tonight because I wanted to see the new episode on Facebook. So I still have another episode to watch later. Maybe maybe tomorrow night I'll sit down with the kids and watch it. Anyway, the Facebook show was really cool. And I guess it was on YouTube. But uh, I mean, either way, the show was really funny. And I don't know where you come up with these ideas and you guys, but they're some original and you know, something new every week. So I really like that. I thought, no, I don't like it. I love it. It's great. You guys are a real knack for, for laughs and off the right time and being able to keep us on the edge of our seat. And that cliffhanger night was, was awesome. Well, thank you very much, Dusty. I appreciate that. It was a pretty good cliffhanger. Um, we introduced a new villain, and um, he's going to end up being our Joker. You know, he's going to be our main villain. We haven't really told you a whole heck of a lot about him. We only did it in the end of the episode, obviously, and uh, uh, obviously there's going to be a lot more to that, but he's going to end up being our Joker. Um, We're going to encounter different villains over the years or over the months or however long we're on the air um, that are bounty hunters or something looking for the island and looking for the captain, and we'll reveal that as the mythology goes forward. Um, But this guy tonight... I thought it was time to play our hand and introduce our uh, main villain. And I'm, it's kind of, we haven't told you exactly who he is yet or what it's about, but I'm glad you liked who it was. Well, well, you guys have a great production team assembled. You guys do great work, and you know, we'll be in this for a long haul. Hopefully, uh, your show will be around uh, for quite some time. Y'all have a good night. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Ron. Sorry, I got the name wrong. I think I called him Dusty. And I meant to say it was Ron calling from Fayette County. But yes, that was a thank you. The, our production team <laughs> won't be flattered by your 
comments. Yes, that is our new villain. You know, uh, we were going to introduce one, a main villain. This goes all the way back to our second season premiere back on episode one, where uh, I think his name was Captain Walter Time. And, uh, you know, he was going to be our main villain. And I introduced him back in that uh, season premiere of our second year when we hosted the movie Horror Express. And he was kind of skeleton-like and a pirate and had a patch and everything. And he was completely animated. I didn't think he was scary enough. I thought he was okay. But I wanted somebody that uh, could be a real heavy villain, you know. And some of the most famous and scariest villains in horror, I think, are the ones that have the plain face or no face. Uh, case in point, Michael Myers, uh, Jason, uh, Freddy has a little personality with his burnt up face, uh, ghost face, you know, from the screen movies, the faces that they're just kind of plain. Well, this one has no face. And I thought that was even scarier because when he's unmasked, I think it's going to come as a big surprise as to what the whole mythology is about and it's going to bring everything together from the entire series we're gonna have a lot of fun unveiling this new guy over the next few months so 412-691-3803 is the number for wdbt pirate radio our next call is andrew calling from bethel park is that correct andrew from bethel park andrew how are things going tonight and thank you for taking my call. And thank you for doing such a wonderful job. Not only for fans who can laugh, but enjoy with the whole family. Yeah, you're welcome. Those are rare, and you really should be complimented. You know, speaking of which, we really look forward to meeting you at Steel City Con. But since they hadn't had any because of this giant pandemic, right. it, a little birdie has just told me that you might be in a Halloween parade <laughs> Maybe a couple. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it actually is true. Uh, I, I don't know. Are you doing your best uh, Bella Lugosi there? I don't know. Anyway, uh... <laughs> but yes, uh, it is true. Uh, this Halloween, I'm in a couple of Halloween parades. Um... The first is the Bethel Park Halloween Parade. Uh, I guess it's the Pittsburgh uh, Parade for Halloween. There's a North Parade and a South Parade. I'm not sure. This will be my first time doing this. I'm not sure how that's going to be handled. But the plan is I will be in one parade. And uh, Gertie, who uh, is played by uh, uh, Dana Messino Kanji, will... Uh, be in the second parade the south there'll be a north parade and a south parade and i'll be in one and she'll be in the other and then um uh there's that'll be on halloween itself october 31st uh, from noon to three and then uh, there's another parade the Uniontown halloween parade now this the details on this are a little bit more involved that they're going to have what they call a virtual halloween parade i don't know how they're going to do that exactly uh, i don't think uh, uh, it'll be it'll be me in a car or on a fire truck or any tossing candy i think now in the bethel park parade that's probably going to happen whether it's in a vehicle or a truck or whatever i will be tossing candy that's what i've been told now the second one in uniontown which is our 
uh, FCTV, Channel 77 viewing audience, uh, it's virtual. I don't know how that's handled exactly. So more details on that. Look on our Facebook page as that comes closer. And that ought to be a fun day with the Bethel Park Parade. That's our BPTV Channel 7 audiences. Because later that night, uh, I think they're planning on having a film festival for Abbott and Costello meet you know, insert blank here. Uh, meet Frankenstein, meet the monsters, meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, meet the Invisible Man, meet the Mummy. Uh, they're having a four-filmed festival at the drive-in located in Brownsville, Pennsylvania, which again is the Channel 77 FCTV viewing audience, or anybody that wants to come down and see that. It's a great time at the movies. Um, just a little update on that to kind of uh, go along hand in hand. We are still acquiring the rights to that. So there's a chance that it may not happen. There's a very good chance that it may happen. Universal Studios is dragging their feet on this one uh, in uh, acquiring, uh, letting us acquire the rights to these four films. So um, the plan is on Halloween night, I think that's either Friday and Sunday night because I think Saturday night they have something going on. You have to check to be sure. But I think Friday and Sunday night of Halloween weekend, they're having a film festival. That's the plan of Abbott and Costello Meet the Monsters. You insert which one there. You have to check out their Facebook page for which monsters. Um, but we're having some issues acquiring the rights. So our best way to do that is to check out our Facebook page. And uh, that will tell you, obviously, which... <laughs> which films were asked if it goes on at all so the, the reason i bring that up is i have to go from one halloween parade from noon to three o'clock on saturday on halloween itself as soon as it ends i have to drive immediately to fayette county to the bethel to the uh, brownsville drive-in to host the uh, film festival there about in costello at night so uh we'll see how that goes and uh check our uh, facebook page for more information uh, 412-691-3803 is the number for WDBT. Pirate Radio, the Pirate's Booty, where we're taking your booty calls for the next 45 minutes. Uh, we have been having some fun here talking about the uh, the latest episode of Dead and Buried Treasures, which just ended about uh, 15 minutes ago, and uh, we are taking your calls. Then next up we have Stacy from Cannonsburg. Is that right? Cannonsburg. Stacy, how are things at Cannonsburg this evening? Hi, I have a couple of questions for you, Captain. Shoot. Um, how is it that you guys keep doing news shows while the rest of Hollywood is closed down? Uh, very carefully, Stacy. <laughs> um, we try to do everything with social distancing. Uh, we try to be respective of that, as everybody is. Hollywood closed down. They have to deal with unions and whatnot we're we don't so we have the luxury of shooting anything regarding uh me or captain drake uh in my own studio in my own home that i've created for just such the purposes and i can also edit it there now when we get more involved with uh professor gertie uh she shoots her stuff privately at her own place because as it turns out her husband uh rich Kanji is the host of Walk the Plank. So it's very convenient that he has a studio in his house, I have a studio in mine, and we can kind of cross pollinate 
back and forth. So whenever he shoots something over there in front of her, in front of a green screen with her, he can upload it to YouTube on a private channel. And then I download it on my end and I can actually, oh, sorry, we had a little, sorry, I had, had a little interference there. And we can actually edit it into the show. And uh, it works out pretty well. Same thing with Walk the Plank. If you've been watching Walk the Plank, um, the very first time that we did a pandemic episode, <laughs> I think it was the time we hosted, was it the Ghoul, I think? Was it the Ghoul? Yeah, with the, the uh, Rich was editing the show together and put my head inside of a TV set on a body. <coughs> that worked out pretty well. It was fun. Uh, and then, you know, we've done Zoom. You know, like everybody else, the rest of the world. Uh, and Zoom has really allowed us to continue the show on when we talk to each other uh, back and forth. But the luxury of uh, not being in Hollywood for that brief time. And I think Hollywood has actually started up again uh, to start working on things with different protocols in place. Um, but we have been just pumping them out ever since. So we've gotten very lucky on that. So that's kind of how we've gotten by with uh, being able to produce programming uh, while Hollywood has not. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So my other question, I guess you probably already answered it, but it seems more noticeable when you guys do the pre-show Walk the Plank. Mm -hmm. Are you enriched in the same studio? How does that work? Exactly. In fact, how does it work when you have Gertie on the show as well? Is she, do you happen to know if she's single? <laughs> um, well, I, I kind of just elaborated on this briefly. She is not single. She is married to the producer of my Walk the Plank pre-show, Rich Kanji. Uh, so we kind of uh, previewed what they what we do. Uh, he shoots the show at his house, uh, and and with me via Zoom, and we talk via Zoom now. In the very first beginning stages of the pandemic, we kind of chroma keyed it in a way and did it remotely uh, with phone calls. But uh, when we realized the pandemic was going to be around a little bit longer than we had anticipated. Uh, we thought, well, you know, we better make some arrangements for this. And actually, we got the idea. I was watching, uh, I'm a big fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I was watching the Mike Tomlin show uh, that's hosted by Bob Pompiani. And uh, they split the screen, and they do it like one person is one place and one person is in the other. I said, well, that's kind of an interesting idea, but, you know, we have no way to do a TV broadcast like that uh, unless, and then we discovered Zoom. And uh, because I'm a college professor, and because Dana is also a teacher, we have deal with Zoom quite a bit. And uh, so Rich and I hook up via Zoom to discuss the show. And uh, Dana, who plays Professor Gertie, does hers on a green screen. So it's been quite the uh, adventure. As for her being available, I doubt it. <laughs> I think her husband might have something to say, but I'm sure she would be flattered uh, when she watches this on TV at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, there's a real booty call. 412-691-3803 <laughs> is the number for WDBT Pirates Radio. And hidden buried treasures <laughs> we will be right back after this
Hey, Davy. What is it, Jack? Did you hear what the captain is doing on the Dead and Buried Treasures Facebook page? No. What? He's giving away free passes for haunted Halloween attractions in a new contest throughout the month of October. Really? That's a hell of a lot of savings for the crew. How does he do it? Ah, I know. When the show airs its watch parties on Wednesdays and Fridays on Facebook, sometime during the course of the night, Captain Drake will sign in the chat room and give everyone the code. And then what? Well, you would need to email us with the code when he gives it. So everything is time-stamped? Ah, uh, yes. And the first correct response to the captain from the watch party receives free passes to one of the haunted attractions in the Pittsburgh area, including Alan's Haunted Hayrides, Rich's Fright Farm, or the Haunted Hills Estate. Ah, uh, <laughs> wow, that is spectacular. And just in time for Halloween. Ah, uh, and that's not all. All of the contestants for the show who write in are automatically entered into a grand prize drawing that will be revealed during our Halloween special on the 30th, so you can use them on Halloween. But you have to attend our Facebook watch parties. Ah, what's the grand prize? Ah, the grand prize winner receives passes to all three haunted attractions. Wow, and at the cost of those attractions, that saves a bundle. It's like three theme parks. Ah, I know, it's a buried treasure in itself. And just a short drive away. Jack! Mr. Bones, quiet down. I need to sign into our Facebook chat room and do a little business. Ah, no problem, yes, Captain. Yes, sir, no problem, sir. Well, uh, uh, I gotta run, Mr. Bones. Uh, yeah, yeah, me, me too. Ah, uh, hey, wait, Mr. Bones, you're going to sign into the watch party and wait, aren't you? No, no, I, I would never do that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, me neither. So, uh, nice weather we're having, right? Uh, yes, yes, it's, uh, cooler, you know, but, uh, I like cool nights. Sometimes it's it rains and it... Ah, uh, Mr. Bones, I... You, you're, you're breaking up. I'll call you back. What the... Oh, oh no, you don't. I gotta run, Jack. I, uh, uh, I'm talking myself. Hey, where are those two? I can't ever get any reception. Yeah! Log. Sea date, October 21st century. We are discovering more and more of these haunted attractions as we near Halloween, particularly in the Pittsburgh area. So we've decided to investigate them one by one. A peculiar attraction near the West Virginia border, but just a stone's throw from Pittsburgh, looking to initiate contact. So Fright Farm uh, is celebrating its 31st anniversary this year, which is pretty big for Haunted House. You know, 31 is kind of big for Halloween people. Um, it has run every single Halloween season since 1989, making it one of the older haunted attractions in America, and especially over here on the East Coast. Fright Farm um, appeals to a lot of locals around here. We've got people coming from Pittsburgh. University of West Virginia has lots and lots of students who come out here every year to celebrate Halloween. And um, this is just a really big, beautiful property. It draws people from all over the western Pennsylvania area and a huge part of that is our age 31 years it's that's that's two generations of people who've brought their kids brought their family brought their parents out to Fright Farm and you know as you hook those generations in just just like any big theme park or anything they just keep coming they keep coming they keep bringing their new friends and uh, 
people love it here, so we gotta give them some stuff to take home. T-shirts, hats, patches, sunglasses, flippy floppies, anything you can think of. People like to like to wear a little Fright Farm with them all year. One of the biggest ones was creating uh, an entirely outdoor attraction, which is one of the things we're the most proud of uh, in terms of safety this season. We have no indoor segments uh, throughout our attractions. So uh, trying to come up with something that is satisfying to everybody that's also entirely outside is not the easiest. Um, also working outdoors through all of the elements, extreme heat, lots of rain, things like that. Um, we've definitely been held back by a lot of those sorts of things. So we have hand sanitizer stations set up all over the property at the beginning and the end of all of our attractions. Um, we're training our actors very specifically to maintain some level of social distancing while they're scaring. Uh, all of our performers who are in proximity of any guests uh, will be wearing masks. We're also uh, asking that everybody follow state guidelines for masking up while they're here at Fright Farm as well. It's, it's, you know, every time you run a season at any haunted attraction, you discover a new hurdle, some kind of new obstacle. And with 30 years of that, you really have an idea of what you're doing. A lot of the staff here have been here for decades. There are many people on our management team who helped to build the mansion here at Fright Farm in the very beginning. So uh, the, the experience is not just there from the whole establishment, but a lot of our individual team members They've just seen it. <laughs> They've seen it all. They know what happens. They know the crazy shenanigans people get into and the way that the way that things function at a large haunt like this and, and they just know how to jump over that. So it's it's that sharing of knowledge from the old guys to the new guys, bringing in ideas from other haunted houses and mixing it with just the experience of knowing how specifically Fright Farm really, uh, really runs. Because one of our major attractions is closed this year, we've gotten to give a lot of tender loving care to some of our other attractions. Um, our Haunted Hayride being the one I think has gotten the most love this year. Uh, we've brought in a lot of elements of immersive theater into our show, so direct interactions with our actors, a lot of improv type performance things, um, several major new sets, especially along the, uh, along the Hayride and out behind the house, the hollowed grounds. Uh, we've built a whole new cemetery with a giant church in it. Um, we've got a mad scientist laboratory on the Haunted Hayride. A lot of new masks, entire brand new set of costumes for this season. Uh, it is it is a whole new show. <laughs> Pirate approved! A night of thrills and chills this Halloween season. See you there! <laughs>
412-691-3803 is the number to get your ask your questions to me. I am the series creator of Dead and Buried Treasures. I open it. Also happen to play Captain Calico Drake. And uh, we had uh, it was a standalone. We haven't had any questions on the actual episode yet. Well, I mean, other than the big villain. Yeah, I mean, uh, the so if you want to ask some questions about. Uh, uh, we had the return of Reggie tonight and the standalone itself and things like that. Feel free to give us a buzz. Uh, our next call is from Jonathan, located in, where is this, Ohio Pile? Ohio Pile, so this is in the mountains right beyond Fayette County. Yeah, they're still in our viewing area, all the way to the West Virginia border, right? Uh, this one is from Jonathan at Ohio Pile. Hi, Jonathan, how are you tonight? Hey, Eric. Thanks for them taking my call. I just wanted to thank you for the fan club. We actually became members about two months ago, and my son really wanted a Captain Drake statue. Oh, very cool. I just wanted to let you know that it worked perfectly. We actually wrote in with the code from the movie you hosted that night, Mm -hmm. The Ghoul, with Boris Karloff. We wanted to thank you for the prizes and the decoding fire fun. It was completely worth it. Oh, and the newsletter is really neat to do because I know you don't publish it online, but it was really cool to read all about the Professor Gertie. Oh, you're My welcome. son is in love with her, so thanks again. We're having a fun time <laughs> with Dead and Prairie Treasures. We watch it all the time. Oh, and we, we also got the mini Jack statue as well, the one from the Phoenix comics. Oh, yeah. We love it all. It's so much fun. And congratulations on another fun year. It was nice to still see you going through the pandemic. The Walk the Plank episode you did with the Rich was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And we can't wait to see what you guys will do next. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that phone call. Uh, yeah, our it was a question about our uh, about the uh, the fan club. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun with that. I love doing those uh, decoded messages, and it brings I think the fans more into the show because they get to decode uh, secret pirate coded messages for real buried treasure. And uh, I guess. Uh, he was from Ohio Pile. What was his name? Jonathan. Jonathan was one of our winners, apparently, and he won. When when was this? The Ghoul episode? Yeah, he said the Ghoul episode, right? With Boris Karloff. Yeah. So it had to have been. Um, uh, uh, was it a, an oil change for his car? Yeah. Or was it a box of donuts from Krispy Kreme? Well, either way, <laughs> you're either your car is eating it or you're eating it. And uh, so, yeah, so you can see how that pays off. And a uh, nice shout out for our club. That was really nice of him, where I guess he and his son are members. Uh, to uh, Phoenix Comics and Toys. That's all courtesy of our sponsor tonight. Phoenix Comics and Toys is the official fan club of Dead and Buried Treasures, where you can get the Captain Calico Drake, Captain Calico Drake decoder statue. And there's a quarterly newsletter that goes with this. He said his son was in love with Gertie. <laughs> I love that. She's going to love that, too. You know, Gertie's getting a lot of action tonight. Yeah. Well, she had a, a girl ask her if she was single, and now this guy's son is in love with her. <laughs> right, it must be the glasses. <laughs> 412-691-3803 is the number for WDBT. This is Pirates Radio, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. <laughs> Where we just watched 
our latest episode, Long John Silver. And uh, <laughs> with our latest uh, cliffhanger uh, on a uh, standalone episode, next up we have Rich from Brownsville. Is that correct? Rich from Brownsville. Hey, you create the queue. So this would be our FCTV viewing audience, right? Yeah, Rich from Brownsville. Rich, how's it going tonight, sir? Arr! Arr! <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> now, I have a real quick uh, opportunity to meet you, and I don't know if you remember this or not. Okay. At uh, a bakery in Bethel Park, across the street from the television station, about two weeks ago. You remember? I was actually wearing a Green Packers. Green Bay Packers jersey. Oh, uh, I do remember. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was me. And I apologize <laughs> for us winning the Super Bowl 10 years ago. Oh, God, yeah, get over it. It's a whole new season. Right. Ben's back. Right, right. Well, uh, <laughs> you, you seem like a very nice fellow. And uh, I Thank really you. love your show. And, and you had mentioned something about driving and hosting an Abbott and Costello uh, movie, They Meet the Monsters, yes. the marathon. Yep. You still planning on doing that? Uh, and what drive-in were you planning on having that at? Uh, well, as I said in our last segment, um, that's going to be at a drive-in in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. It's uh, your neck of the woods, actually, the Brownsville drive-in. Uh, in our FCTV viewing audience, uh, Channel 77, details will be forthcoming. It's still in the created stages. If it is held, it will be the weekend of Halloween uh, 2020. So that would be Friday and Sunday night. Uh, I think Saturday night we can't do it because they have another event planned there, I think is what they told me. So I think it would be Friday and Sunday night. And if it does go through, we would be hosting Abbott and Costello Meet uh, with four different films. Uh, I think on one screen it would be Abbott and Costello meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man. And then on the other screen it would be Abbott and Costello meet the uh, the Mummy and Abbott and Costello meet uh, Frankenstein, which would also include Dracula, the werewolf, uh, etc. So, And I would host the whole thing there at the drive. It would be a night of good fun. Uh, for the whole family, come on out, uh, car loads at a time, and pack that drive-in. Uh, social distancing, of course, will still be in play. It'll be a lot of fun, but uh, that's the plans we have right now. Now, there's a good chance it may not happen. It depends on uh, Universal Studios letting us acquire the rights or not. We're having some discussions about that right now. So if it doesn't go through, we would probably let you know on Facebook. So, But as of this point in time which is what about two and a half weeks before it starts three weeks two weeks um our plan is to have it on halloween weekend so yes i hope that answers your question about where it's located well i hope it does go through me too because those four movies sound awesome and that aside from the point I just really wanted to say thanks again for doing your show. And a lot of people love your show, and a lot of people continue to watch. Thank you. You have us hooked, no pun intended. Uh, arr. <laughs> arr, arr. <laughs> 
Well, you know, I'm glad you're hooked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we got some bad puns on here. You think my puns are bad? 412-691-3803 WDBT Pirates Radio. You're listening to The Pirates Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. I'm Eric Sproul, series creator, and we'll be taking your booty calls for the next half hour or so, so keep them coming if you want to. Uh, the next call, who is this? This is, uh, we have another call. Who is this guy? Is this Scott, you said, from Louisville, Kentucky? Right, must be on our YouTube or our Facebook viewing audience. Uh, Scott from Louisville, Kentucky. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right, Scott from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. How are you tonight, Scott? Good evening, Captain. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I heard about your contest. It sounds like a lot of fun. So we'll be in the watch party chat room watching. That's actually a very cool contest because I know how expensive those haunted theme parts can be. Oh, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about the contest so we can start watching? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the contest is a lot of fun. Uh, we kind of had the idea because... I thought it was important to get more people involved in our viewing area. Uh, and I brought this up to my producer, uh, Dave Cable, at BPTV. In fact, I said to him, hey, listen, I want to get more involved with the Bethel Park area. You know, you're only going to get people to watch if you get your name out there. So, uh, consequently, we ended up making a uh, Bethel Park uh, Halloween decoration commercial. Uh, so they used me to uh, create a commercial advertising a contest that you could decorate your house for Halloween in the viewing area. So we made a commercial with that. I also made a couple more commercials with the Halloween parades because they kind of go hand in hand with uh, you know, the show I do and the haunted theme and things like that. And that was in the Bethel Park area, in the uh, Fayette County viewing area. And that was also in the Pittsburgh area as well. Uh, in the uh, Washington and Fayette County areas, sadly, we discovered that uh, some of the larger haunted attractions, I guess you can call them theme parks, right? Yeah, for Halloween, uh, were closed this year with uh, due to COVID. And uh, like Hundred Acres Manor uh, is in Allegheny County. Allegheny County's numbers are fairly high. They closed anything within the city limits, and that's just the way it goes. But for those of you who still want to do that kind of thing, the uh, haunted attractions in Fayette County uh, remain open. Now, how do they do this? Well, you'd have to ask them specifically, but a lot of the attractions in Fayette County are outside. In fact, all of them are outside, which helps. So you have a lot of social distancing, and they're done on farm properties, which are humongous, where they can keep people widely dispersed and at bay. Everybody has to wear masks. There's hand sanitizing stations, and they do all that kind of thing. So while Hundred Acres Manor was kind of an indoor attraction, uh, the ones in Fayette County are outdoor. And there's three specifically that we took on as sponsors. Um, Allen's Haunted Hay Rides, which is completely outside with giant with picnic tables and bonfires and you know a hayride through the woods. They're only taking I think five at a time on a hayride. You know, they're really observing the social distancing. Uh, then of course Rich's Fright Farms, which has been around for quite a while, and they had an indoor event like always in this mansion 
but it was one of four or five different parts of a theme park down there. So they had to close that one this year, but they still had other areas open that are all outside, all widely uh, dispersed with social distancing, hand sanitizing stations, you know, the works. And uh, the other one was the Haunted Hills Estate in Uniontown. Again, the FCTV viewing audience. And it's all in cornfields and woods and outside. So, uh, and, and they're taking, while it is a, an event that has giant hand sanitizers and cleaning and crews and things like that, it's all outside. So uh, the Fayette County Haunted theme parks got very lucky because they're all outside. So that is kind of nice to do. And, um, you know, it, it made it convenient for our contest. So that was one of the things that we did like a lot. Uh, that, you know, you could uh, see some of these events and, uh, uh, you know, still have kind of a normal Halloween in an ab- otherwise abnormal world right now. So that is kind of nice. Um, so if you call and you play the contest, uh, here's how it works. Uh, we have watch parties on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. On Wicked Wednesday watch party at 9 o'clock on Facebook. Our Fatal Friday watch party at midnight on Facebook. And our Screaming Saturday Nights uh, watch party on Facebook. If you watch these movies during these watch parties, you can watch it on Facebook. Uh, we have hundreds of people that don't even watch it uh, in a chat room. They just watch it on television. And that's okay, but if you do it that way, you can't play the game. So what happens, well, I guess you could, you know, if you just don't want to make any comments. But uh, I, I can see how many viewers we have. We have hundreds of viewers, and it's really nice because they'll watch it on TV at home or whatever, but I can still see we have a lot. So at some time during those watch parties, I will sign in, and I give a code word, a pirate code word, a secret message to uh, discover, you know. And what you do is... You take that code word and you email us at deadandburiedtreasures at yahoo.com. And if you're the first contestant with the correct code word, you will win passes to one of the haunted attractions. And uh, this goes on between now and Halloween. And then on the weekend of Halloween, on October 30th, on our uh, Halloween special. Yeah, we're having a Halloween special this year. Um, up until then, we're having all these different episodes, but on our Halloween special, the weekend of Halloween, on October 30th and 31st, we will be hosting the movie Night of the Living Dead, the George Romero classic, the one that launched it all. And uh, we also have special guests on that weekend. Uh, The Spooky Spectre, who is another horror host in the FCTV viewing area in Uniontown on Fayette County Television. He hosts Fright Night Theater. We'll also be uh, having uh, Jack Shadow, who hosts Chiller Night Theater on our PCTV viewing audience in Pittsburgh. Uh, He's another special guest. And of course, if you're a fan of horror hosts or the Horror Host Network, we have Sluggo, uh, the lovable uh, host of The Vortex. The Vortex is a 24-hour horror host channel where they host nothing but horror-hosted movies. And there's some special guests on our show. Uh, we have another disaster going on on the show that night. It's our Halloween special. We host the movie where a an ancient curse is resurrected. And because of this curse, it's bringing the movie Night of the Living Dead to life for real 
and uh, in the Pittsburgh area. So we also venture to the to the graveyard where we shot, where they shot uh, the original Night of the Living Dead, and that infamous line, "They're coming to get you, Barbara," was done. And uh, we shot it at that cemetery, and we had a good time doing it. And we also ventured the night of, down to the Night of the Living Dead Museum in the nearby town. I didn't know there was a museum until we went up there to shoot. And it's very interesting. The whole museum is themed. Like, they have props and photographs in there that they have uh, done in t-shirts. And they resurrect, no pun intended, the... Uh, anniversary of the show and it's of the movie it's a lot of fun and uh i advise everyone to get down there and check it out so um you know that's some of the uh, prizes we give away so on october 30th during our halloween show our big grand prize winner who will be drawn out of everybody who calls in there not just the winners but anybody who calls in there even if they're not the first person with the correct answer um they are entered into a kitty of a grand prize winner will win passes to all of the haunted attractions and theme parks uh, for free uh, that they can still utilize on Halloween. So uh, lots of stuff coming up on that weekend. Our big uh, grand prize movie, our Halloween special on the 30th and 31st, the Halloween parades, the Facebook contests, hopefully the Brownsville Drive where we're having a film festival. It's a great weekend of dead and buried treasures and tie-ins. Plus, we're still on the air. So when you get home from all these events, you can still check us out uh, in uh, Fayette County on uh, FCTV Channel 77. We'll be on at 11 o'clock after you check out the film festival. And that's after you check out the the Halloween parade. uh, And also in the Bethel Park area, you can uh, still catch us at 11 to 2 and and the Pittsburgh area will be on late at night as well. I think that's a 2 o'clock in the morning show. So you could have a whole Dead and Buried Treasures evening where you can go to the parades in the afternoon and come meet us in the parade. And then you can uh, go to the film festival at night. And then after the film festival, you go home and watch the 11 o'clock show. And then at 2 o'clock, if you're living in Pittsburgh on PCTV, you can check out the Late Late Show with us. And you just spend the whole damn day with us. <laughs> Oh, 412-691-3803 is the number you're listening to. WDBT Pirates Radio, the Pirates Booty, uh, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. And we'll be back with more right after this. (laughs) Captain's Log, sea date, October 21st century. We are discovering more and more of these haunted attractions as we near Halloween, particularly in the Pittsburgh area. So we've decided to investigate them one by one. An unusual stop in a place called Uniontown near Pittsburgh, moving in to investigate further. Uh, Haunted Hills Estate Screen Park started about 17 years ago as Haunted Hills Estate. It was a small family-owned haunted farm type deal, uh, a small trail in the woods, and maybe a a couple rooms here and there in the haunted barn that you would walk through. A very old-school, old-fashioned haunt, but it got very creative with what it was doing. They never really advertised much. They didn't have big sets, big money, big props, but 
what they did instead of that is they were innovative. In our woods this year, we have four separate attractions. Uh, you start off with the burial, which is a kind of old-fashioned, Night of the Living Dead style cemetery, very Romero-influenced, uh, with a little bit of New Orleans Gothic mausoleums in it. The whole thing revolves around the story of this ancient Indian burial ground with this character called the Spirit, which has the head of a raven and the wings of a raven, but the body of a man and is cursed to kill anyone who trespasses onto the property after dark. So the second attraction you go to in our woods is called the Dead Woods. And what that is, is it is Fall <laughs> Halloween Farm Central. You have this uh, pumpkin character, the pumpkin god Kerbis, rules over the land and there was this curse placed on the woods uh, by a witch. And this witch is there creating these pumpkin creatures and bringing these scarecrows to life to massacre those who trespass in the woods. And there's, it, it's just kind of like that stereotypical, nostalgic Halloween, lots of pumpkins, lots of hay bales, jack-o'-lanterns. It's really a nice Halloween experience, but then we throw that out the window when you enter into our third uh, haunted attraction in the woods, which is Sin Creek. Sin Creek is a town of uh, these down-home, backwoods inhabitants, I will say, as the most politically correct way to say it. Anything um, like this? Huh? Uh, um, like it's actually very much like that. Uh, Jethro <laughs> over here is one that tried to make it out of the town, but unfortunately it's one of those towns where if you leave, you die. And that's almost exactly what happens. And you start to catch on to the fact that something's not quite right here, uh, even more than face value. Um, and then after that, you come up to the top of the hill and you walk through Quarantine. Quarantine, which is our... Uh, uphill corn maze and you can get lost in there for I I personally work here and I get lost in there for about 20 minutes minimum so it's craziness and it's just you the corn and whatever's working in there trying to get you we had to find some way to offer some normalcy in the fall you know all the fair, all the all the county fairs around here got canceled pretty much every leisure event or entertainment event in general has been canceled in most places across the country so we took it upon ourselves to find some way, even if we couldn't open the haunted attraction, to provide some entertaining normalcy to the area for fall. And we were very lucky that we were able to meet uh, the guidelines with not too much headache. Uh, there was a decent amount of work that went into it, of course. We had to restructure a lot of the way that we operate. We had to restructure a lot of the scenes and the ways the attractions operate. But we were able to pull it off, and we have a safe, scary experience here that you and your family can come to for some Halloween fun. Uh, in addition to that, we also have uh, a partnership with Sterator Sanitation, which is owned by Jean and Tony Sterator, who are very, very great guys and popular around here. And we have, uh, I believe, eight different sanitation stations, completely complimentary for our guests here, uh, located in our midway. On top of that, we have a zombie hazmat crew, which walks around nightly, and every 20 minutes, they're cleaning. They're cleaning every contact surface, every tuck surface, um, and we're making sure everything's sanitary and completely safe. Uh, we also do enforce social distancing on our guidelines to, or on our uh, waiting lines in the best ways that we can. The place has definitely expanded. Like I said before, it was just for the longest time, a small trail through the woods, and we have 101 acres on this property. We have so much space to work with. And it's not one of those places where we rent a space, so we have to be, uh, you know, we have to set up in September and have it all down by November. We keep adding and keep adding and keep adding throughout the year. 
we work full time here doing it. So in just two years, it's expanded to six individual haunted house attractions while you're here, plus midway games, plus axe throwing, plus concession stands. And then we have the haunt shop here, which is our massive gift shop that you walk through when you exit. And is he your store manager? Uh, yes, this is Bob. Uh, Bob uh, didn't do too good of a job last year, so we made him a prop. So, unfortunately, this is what we do with our uh, uh, not so great employees. Any complaints go to Bob. Any complaints go to Bob. <laughs> Pirate approved! A night of thrills and chills this Halloween season. See you there! <laughs>Pirate's Booty, where we take your booty calls. Uh, I've just been told that we're going to supersize this episode. The commercial content we've been airing, we are going to supersize this episode to an hour and a half. Is that true? Because the phone lines are still lit up across the board. And we're not going to be able to get to everybody, but we're going to try to get get to as many as we can. Uh, our official sponsors for the show tonight, of course, is Redbubble.com, which if you want anything dead and buried treasures related, make sure you check out Redbubble.com using the search words dead and buried treasures and look for the store of Captain Calico Drake. 
Uh, you can get anything involving uh, Captain Drake, Jack, Davy Bones, Reggie related, and of course, coming soon, Professor Gertie. <laughs> uh, so, and, and also something I neglected to tell you earlier, all the proceeds uh, to anything you buy through Redbubble, anything you buy, are donated to uh, uh, animal shelters here in the Pittsburgh area, from the ASPCA to the Washington County Animal Shelter, uh, because four-legged friends need help too, especially during this horrible pandemic. And uh, so anything you buy, cups, shower curtains, laptop sleeves, phone cases, leggings, socks, whatever you want to buy, uh, the proceeds are donated to uh, those charities. And also our other sponsor tonight is Phoenix Comics and Toys, where you too can become a member of me crew. Uh, become a member of me crew. Uh, that's the Dead and Buried Treasures fan club. Uh, where you can get your decoder statue and take part in all the fun to win prizes and uh, win exclusive merchandise. Uh, our fan club members this weekend, for example, got 20% off through Redbubble. Uh, just be buying members of the becoming members of the fan club. They also get uh, the exclusive newsletter that's only available uh, through fan club members. And uh, it's really a nice time. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You know, it gets you more involved with the show. It gets you more involved with uh, Captain Drake and his crew and to see how things are done and interviews with the cast and uh, learning uh, things that are coming up with the show. So take part in all of that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so this we've just been told we are supersizing the episode tonight. So let's get back into our phone calls, shall we? Uh, because uh, we have just uh, concluded viewing um, the latest episode the newest episode of Dead and Buried Treasures, which was kind of a standalone episode. It was a lot of fun. It was very funny. It involved uh, Captain Drake becoming marooned on the island and Reggie running the ship. I haven't had any questions on that tonight, though. It's been a lot of, like, things we're doing in the cliffhanger, mostly. Yeah, it's strange, right? Yeah, uh, but that's okay. That's that's fun, too. Hey, uh, it is kind of a neat cliffhanger, and there's going to be a lot that happens uh, as the turning point on this show. I don't think the next episode is going to be mythology-related just yet, because we're prepping on that. I think it's going to be another standalone, but I think the villain will make a continued appearance in that, right? Yeah, we've decided he's going to be our Joker, and there's going to be a lot of like uh, villains on the show reminiscent of like the Riddler or the Penguin or something like that, but that's not who they are, but I mean, you know, if he's going to be our Joker, that's how that route would go. There will be other villains, but uh, this guy's up to no good, and we don't know who he is just yet, so it'll be a lot of fun to reveal his identity and who he is along the way. So, uh, let's get back to our phone calls. We have uh, Tom calling from Carlisle, Pennsylvania. How are things tonight, Tom and Carlisle? Hello, Captain Drake. Yes. Hi, I'm a first-time caller, but I've been watching the show for about six months now, and I'm actually in the party chat rooms on the Wicked Wednesdays, uh, Fridays and Saturday nights, uh, trying to catch up on all the movies. Good. I really love it because I actually watched these movies while I was growing up. Anyway, i got to say, it's a great show that you've done, and the reason I'm calling is I want to say that it's a great villain, and what a great twist that you had at the end of tonight's episode. I don't know anything about this guy, but he looks pretty cool. 
Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, well, it was a standalone episode, and it was supposed to be, <laughs> it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> we did, like, a standalone episode. We have a lot of comedy. Just, uh, it was all, like, mythology, mythology, mythology. It'd be kind of, you know, it's kind of like the X-Files, you know? If we have all mythology with no standalone episodes, then we wouldn't have any fun. So, um, we like the mythology, but we have to be more careful in how we craft it. So we had a lot of fun uh, revealing the uh, the new bad guy to this one. Yeah, he's going to be no good, I can tell you that. My question is, do you plan on doing any kind of sea battles with this guy or even anybody else? Um, is that part of the mythology of the island? Uh, sort of. Sea battles? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, well, um, yes. <laughs> It's funny you said that because um, I got the idea for this guy. I'm a big Star Trek fan. And uh, my favorite Star Trek film was The Wrath of Khan. I think a lot of people can say the same thing. You know, um, it was fun watching. Uh, it's kind of like another reason. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the show The Last Ship? Have you ever seen it? On, on TNT? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a show about the, like the end of the world and uh, the last ship crew kind of swept in and saved everybody. But it would also involve battles at sea between ship captains. And you had to think, what are they going to do? Well, what are they going to do? And you had to plot back and forth. A lot of that was kind of like Star Trek Two. You know, what's Khan going to do? What's he, what's he going to do? Well, he's going to do this. Well, we're going to use this code and take his shields down and make it a fair fight and uh, you know so it's a lot of strategy and plotting and uh we're out on a boat and i thought it'd be kind of fun to do some sea battles like that and it's funny that tom you brought that up because that is kind of something i'm planning on doing and i, I can say that can i <laughs> without revealing <coughs> too much right um so yes uh there is going to be a few episodes coming up where we kind of do battles with bounty hunters and bad guys and this new guy and see who he's all about and what's going on and uh, things like that so yes there will be uh, some sea battles coming up as soon as my effects team can figure out how to do that <laughs> yeah my effects team meaning uh, my right hand. <laughs> 412-691-3803 is the number for Pirates Radio WDBT. This is the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. Let's go to our next call. Stephen calling from Uniontown. Is that correct? Stephen from Uniontown. How are things in Uniontown this evening? Hi, Eric. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, I just got one question for you. Okay. Are all those Amazing Spider-Man comics real, or are they reprints? Because uh, you have the first appearance of the Punisher, you have the death of Glenn Stacy. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are some really key books there. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you actually collect comics? Do you actually collect those Amazing Spider-Mans? Uh, are they given to you? Uh, what's the deal? Yeah, the uh, tonight tonight's show we uh, I pulled out a comic book uh, to reveal uh, how Spider-Man has done things in the past. Yes, they are real. Um, I am a big Spider-Man fan. Uh, probably my favorite superhero. Um, he 
Batman are pretty close, neck and neck, but I think, like, favorite Marvel villain or Marvel hero, Batman would be your favorite DC hero. Now, that might change. Somebody might say, no, it's Iron Man, or no, it's Thor, or so it's Superman, or whoever, but uh, it's a rarity to find somebody say, well, mine is Aquaman. <laughs> you know, so, yes, uh, so, so I have collected Spider-Man for quite a number of years. Uh, I have every issue of Spider-Man from Amazing Spider-Man. Boarded, tagged, under lock and key, boxed away. Uh, actually in a bank. In a, I've actually stored them in a deposit area of a bank. Uh, because the value is immense. And I would never keep that in my house. If I kept that stuff in my house, my house burned to the ground, I would lose so much. It'd be just, I'd want to blow my head off. So I, yeah, so it's all stored away. So yes, those are legit episodes and they're key moments. Uh, it used to be in the days gone by, you'd go by, oh, you know, moments of like, uh, you know, issue 100 is, is worth a lot of money. Issue 200 is worth a lot of money. No, now it's key moments. So those uh, moments that we talk about on the show tonight, issue 90, issue 129, issue 121, issue 120, uh, issue, I can't remember the one with the black uh, suit, uh, certain key moments. Yeah, those are moments that uh, were big in Spider-Man lore, and we did, uh, we did use those, and those are real. So yes, I am a big Spider-Man fan, and that's one of the reasons that we did it. Uh, I love Spider-Man. I'm a big fan of all of his, of all the films. So 412-691-3803 is the number for WDBT, the Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. I'm Eric Sprouls, the series creator, taking your phone calls. Next, we have uh, Tom from Washington, Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Tom from Washington? Yeah, this is Tom from Washington, Pennsylvania. How in Washington, Pennsylvania? Or Washington, the state, or D.C.? Wasn't specific, just Washington. Okay, we have Tom from Washington. How are you tonight, Tom? Oh, very cool ending. Very cool. Oh. I backed it up three times and watched it. This <laughs> new villain looks pretty cool. What can you tell me about him? Oh, wow, that's the topic on everybody's night uh, minds tonight, huh, Tom? Uh, the new villain. Uh, well... I'm glad you thought he was cool, because uh, he's going to be around for a while. Um, he, he's going to be our Joker. I think I've said that before tonight a couple times. Um, I actually resurrected the costume from an old show I did um, called Fright Night Friday. And I had the pleasure of uh, producing that show with a very good friend of mine. His name was Harry Metz, who played the Spooky Spectre. And when I created the show, Harry was uh, the star of the show. It's almost like uh, Gene Roddenberry and William Shatner, you know, working together on making a show. And uh, I guess we co-created it, I guess you could call it. And uh, we did it when I was teaching at California University. And on that show, uh, we revealed a villain that looks very similar to that villain you see tonight. And we called him Cannibal Spectre. Well, it's not the same villain. Uh, this is an entirely different villain, just using the costume. But uh, uh, I kind of did it because uh, 
it was just, I remember it was very cool back then. And I think faceless villains are really neat and very scary. And uh, they can be if done properly. So, uh, whereas Drake is a little silly and Jack and has all this comedy going on around him, uh, it makes when you do a villain like this even scarier if you play it straight. And uh, so this is going to be a, a villain that's kind of scary. I don't try, I'm going to try not to have a lot of comedy with him because I want him to be the one element of the show that is kind of scary. So we'll see how things go with that. Well, Mikey Likey, very <laughs> cool. Good. Very cool ending to the episode. I laughed a lot, and the cool part was that last three minutes. Yep. Keep it up, Calico Drake. All right, we will. Uh, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, I haven't, I'm not, haven't revealed the name of the villain yet, uh, but we will. And w- who is the villain? When that's revealed, that'll be a big twist as well. That'll reveal a major chunk of mythology that we're going to do in the show. But we're not going to do that for a little while just yet. We're going to have a little fun playing with this villain and showing you who he is and what he's all about. So, thank you. I'm glad you like him. Like it. I'm glad that Mikey likey. <laughs> 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. And we'll be taking your booty calls here for a little bit longer. We are supersizing the episode tonight. We were going to go an hour but because of our commercial sponsors and their endorsements and everything regarding the contest and the prize and all the fun we're having, we decided to supersize it to a little over an hour, maybe an hour and a half. We'll see. Uh, we'll take a few more calls and see where we go from here. Uh, next up, we have Susan calling. Is that true? From South Dakota. Is that correct? Is that correct? Susan from South Dakota. <laughs> one of the Dakotas. Okay. Susan from one of the Dakotas. <laughs> Hi, Susan. How are you tonight? Wow. What a show tonight, Captain Drake. Thank this you. This is only my second time watching, and I was watching with some of my friends. We were all laughing so hard that when you did the cliffhanger, everything got real serious and scary. That was really cool. Thank so you. are you planning on having this bad guy around for a while? Who is he? <laughs> well... Susan, uh, that's the question of the hour. Uh, We're not going to tell you just yet, but yes, he's going to be around for a while. I've said it before on the show. He is our Joker to Captain Calico Drake being our Batman, if you wish, if you want, if you will. Um, We are going to reveal his true identity at some point on the show, uh, and I think it's going to blow people's minds on what we have planned, how we're going to do it, And, uh, again, we don't want to reveal it too early because then we wouldn't have a show. And half the fun, I think, is the excitement of tuning in to see this uh, with what happens. So he will be around. He is from Drake's past, I think I can tell you in some way. But I can't tell you exactly how until we put all the chess pieces in place. And I think that's going to be the fun of the next few months, uh, if not longer. So I think you'll have a lot of fun with this. Uh, thank you for the kind words. I'm glad that your friends are gathered together watching uh, in one of the Dakotas. I, is she still on the line? Oh, she hung up. All right, well, uh, I wish I knew which, which Dakota you were watching from, but it's nice to have watch parties out there watching us. Uh, I, this isn't the first call I've gotten from that. I get a lot of this from the fan club members and how that all starts. So I'm glad you guys are watching. That's the important thing, right? 
Uh, 412-691-3803 is the number for The Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures, sponsored tonight by Redbubble.com, Phoenix Comics and Toys, Allen's Haunted Hayrides, Rich's Fright Farms, and The Haunted Hills Estate. Uh, all our sponsors tonight during the show, and we are glad that you are tuned in to talk to us about it. Uh, we have, uh, who's next on the line? Greg, Gregory, is that right? From Tallahassee, Florida. All right. Gregory from Greg or Gregory? Gregory from Tallahassee, Florida thing. Uh, how are things tonight in Tallahassee, Greg? Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Nice to <laughs> finally get a chance to talk with you, Eric. Sure, sure. I'm glad to have you on board, Gregory. What's up? Oh, it's not a problem. I've called in before just to... Just couldn't get to the, to the phone line. My question is regarding uh, Reggie. Please tell me this isn't uh, the last we'll see of him. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is not. Finally, a question about Reggie. Normally, we've had a flood of calls on Reggie. Um, Reggie, of course, is the captain's great-great-grandson. And uh, this is not the last you'll see of Reggie. Um, Reggie's a fun character for me to play. He's a nice uh, sidebar character, too. I'm always playing this pirate, you know, and I'm playing Captain Calico Drake. And he's a nice, uh, more of a flamboyant, fun character to play, you know, who's always in trouble, you know. And it's uh, a lot of fun playing both characters. And... Uh, he, I like to think of him as a character like Dr. Smith on the old Lost in Space show. The lovable, bumbling villain who, you know, I, I, I originally wanted to play it very close to what Dr. Smith was like. Jonathan Harris in the old 1960s Lost in Space show. And... Uh, but when they did the resurrection of Lost in Space on Netflix, uh, the character of... Uh, Dr. Smith was kind of lost in that, at least the persona. And uh, so I kind of gave a little bit of a nudge in one way to make him a little bit more memorable. Uh, I use the word flamboyant, and I guess that's uh, not a bad word to use. Um, but it's a lot more fun that way. Uh, but it's a lot of fun playing him, and he will definitely be back in some future episode. I don't know how or when just yet, but he will be. In fact, he's in our Halloween episode. Uh, this coming Halloween or for our grand prize party on uh, October 30th and 31st in some viewing areas. If you're in the PCTV viewing area, he's on right now because we had to break that show up. Uh, oh, and also I can tell you right now, uh, you will see the Halloween show with Reggie and our guest horror hosts that I've talked to you beforehand on the Vortex network the network for horror hosts on october 24th uh that's horrorhost.net we go into the chat room and talk to a lot of other fellow horror enthusiasts there uh we will be airing our halloween special on the vortex then and you also see us on the monster channel which will be the 28th and 29th of october it'll be a two-parter on a wednesday thursday night I believe, at 8 o'clock on the Monster Channel. And you can find that by going to, well, you can Google it, really. 
Uh, you can find that on Roku, Apple TV. You can get it with Fire Stick. Or you can just go to, uh, you know, look up the Monster Channel. Uh, or Eerie Late Night TV, as they call it, .net. And go there and watch it and use the chat room and check in with us. And you can even play part of our contest on both of those networks. Uh, I will say the code word. I'll sign in at some point and say the code word during our watch party. And you can still win prizes there as well. So check out our Halloween special. All right. Those are some special dates on that. And, of course, it'll be on BPTV uh, in our Bethel Park Pittsburgh audience on Channel 7 there on October 30th, 31st. Our FCTV Channel 77 audiences that weekend as well. Uh, it's already on PCTV as well right now. And, uh, of course, YouTube. But uh, you can see Reggie there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a supersized episode tonight, and we will be on. We'll take a couple more calls, and we're going to call it a night. Uh, I'm sorry if we don't get to everybody tonight. Uh, please leave a voicemail or call back next time uh, or leave a message. We will try to return your calls. And typically what we do now is we take phone calls for the Pirate's Booty and treat it like a radio show. Uh, for the Walk the Plank show, we take all of your Facebook comments. So if we don't get to your phone call, Tonight, uh, feel free to IM us, to message us on Facebook or Instant Messenger, and we will read your questions on the air during the Walk the Plank pre-show as well. So what we try to do is make Walk the Plank's pre-show all about messages from uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and things like that. Any questions you might have, we read them on the air. And the Pirate's Booty, we take your phone calls. Uh, I have fun on both, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have a time for a couple more calls, don't we? What's that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we can take a couple more calls. All right, so here we have, uh, who is this, uh, Judy? Judy from Buffalo, New York. Is that correct? All right, Judy from Buffalo, New York. How are you tonight, Judy? Yeah, hi, Eric. Thanks hi. for taking my call. You bet, anytime, Just Judy. Just called to tell you another great show, and... My family and I were sitting here wondering where you get these great ideas. They're all funny, right, wing, And you have great cliffhangers. Oh, thank you much. I'm surprised that another channel or sci-fi hasn't called you. Because I guess this is still just regional. Yeah, but, well. yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for a great job. Oh, you're more than welcome, Judy. Thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um... Boy, I tell you what, it would be nice to have the Sci-Fi Channel pick us up, wouldn't it? <laughs> Work we do on this show. Um, you know, I, I'm probably going to... I would like to maybe take the idea and see if we can sell it to some regional channels here. Uh, we do syndicate it um, regionally throughout southwestern Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area. That's the major, majority of our audience. Um even though we can't really get into my hometown audience of Washington, Pennsylvania, because it's not a public access channel there. It's a leased access channel there. And while it is cheap to get it on the air there at like a couple dollars an hour after midnight, they, you have to have a huge million-dollar insurance policy so you can you know, make sure you, no one can get in trouble with the movies, that they ensure that they are public domain. So, uh, and then we get, uh, of course, the networks to give us uh, worldwide coverage on the internet or the interwebs um so it is nice to have that but i tell you what man judy uh <clears throat> you ain't kidding i sure would love to have this picked up by uh the sci-fi channel 
Um, who wouldn't? <laughs> right? Uh, 412-691-3803. You're listening to The Pirate's Booty. We'll be taking your booty calls. Well, no, we're not either. I'm now being told that we've supersized enough. We need to call it a night, sadly. We have time for one more call? Okay. All right, so you've been uh, listening to the Pirate's Booty here, uh, WDBT Radio, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. We have time for one more call. This one comes from Georgetown, Texas. Is that correct? Yes, Georgetown, Texas. How are things in Georgetown? Uh, I love your show, Captain. Thank you. I'm watching from Texas. Oh. Good night. <laughs> and nice weather tomorrow. Well, thank you. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing to you. <laughs> Not a, now, that's the kind of question, that's the kind of uh, viewer I love. Just calls in to say, hey, have a great night. And that's a great way to call it a night tonight. Don't you think? Yeah. It's a great way to call it a night. Smooth skies ahead. Why, thank you, uh, Georgetown, Texas. That was really nice of you to tell us that. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> well, hey, listen, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Pirate's Booty. This has been the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. We want to thank you for uh, listening to us for the last hour. Has it been an hour and a half? close to it anyway um you've we just watched the uh the newest episode of dead and buried treasures where we hosted the movie long john silver who created robert newton who created the actual way that pirates talk in movies now i think robert newton kind of even inspired uh captain barbosa uh because they're very similar you know and how they uh do their pirate version you know when they talk like this and everything you know and they got like a kind of a scottish irish accent you know and they got all grumbly and one eye open and one eye closed <laughs> you know but robert newton man he's the one who really saved the pirate world and made the way that you talk like a pirate and it was our attack like a pirate month episode so that was kind of nice so we also want to thank our sponsors for tonight, uh, Phoenix Comics and Toys, who is our official fan club of Dead and Buried Treasures. Make sure you check them out on Etsy and Facebook. Uh, Redbubble.com, who is our official merchandise uh, supplier of anything you want that's Dead and Buried Treasures related. And posters to uh, bath mats to shower curtains. Uh, you, you name it, hoodies, socks, leggings, laptop sleeves, phone covers, uh, artwork, clocks. Uh, it's amazing what they do at, over at Redbubble. And if you use, if you're quick to do this, if it still works, Fall Deals is a promo code that will get you 20 to 40% off if it still works. I don't know if it will by this time that this show airs this weekend, but give it a shot and see what happens. Fall Deals. Uh, that'll help you out uh, on Redbubble. And, of course, we also wanted to thank Allen's Haunted Hayrides uh, over in Smock, Pennsylvania, uh, Rich's Fright Farms in Smithfield, Pennsylvania, and the Haunted Hills Estate located in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. All three are great Halloween theme parks. I guess it's a theme park, right? 
Ah, it's on farms. I mean, it's a great big giant area, and it's uh, Halloween attractions, uh, theme park, whatever you want to call it. In Fayette County, if you wanted to have a last gasp of Halloween, get out to those. Those are a lot of fun to do. And if you want to do it for free, don't forget to be part of our contest on Facebook. Make sure you attend our watch parties on Wicked Wednesdays at 9 o'clock, Fatal Fridays at midnight, and Screaming Saturday nights at midnight as well. And if you uh, get our code word and you're the first to respond by dropping us an email, when I give the code word, and it'll be a new one in each showing, kids, uh, you know, you'll win free admittance to these theme parks. And the grand prize winner, obviously, is on Halloween, during our Halloween special on the 30th and 31st, where somebody will win entrance to all of the parks for free. Literally hundreds of dollars worth of fun. And uh, you can still do that on Halloween. Just visit them all. They're all pretty close to each other, too. Uh, Uniontown is only a stone's throw from Rich's Fright Farms, which is only a stone's throw from Alan's Haunted Hayride. So... Thank you again for tuning in tonight. It's been a lot of fun. I love talking to a lot of the fans. Uh, I'm Eric Sprouse. I'm the series creator of Dead and Buried Treasures. I also play Captain Calico Drake. And don't forget Reggie. I play Reggie as well. Uh, as well as the voices of ah, Jack, of course, and Davy Bones. So I have a lot of fun doing all that. We have a lot of fun on the show. On behalf of Gertie, uh, all of our affiliate producers, from Dustin Devine to Dave Cable to Gary Smith to uh, Eric Nuttle to FCTV, PCTV, BPTV, CUTV, uh, who did I say everybody? Uh, the Vortex and uh, the Monster Channel. We thank you for tuning in. It's been another great show. We will see you next time where I think we're going to be hosting... What are we hosting? Do you know? Plan 9 from Outer Space. Or... The Man in the Attic, a Jack Jack the Ripper thriller. One of the two. We've been promoting both for the last six months, but because of the COVID pandemic and everything, we haven't been able to get to them. So we're out of time. Thanks again for listening tonight. It's been a lot of fun listening to us on here on The Pirate's Booty, the official after show to Dead and Buried Treasures, where we take your booty calls, answer your questions, and have a little fun. Take care of yourselves, and remember, until next time, it's a pirate's life for me. Take care, everyone. We'll see you. Oh, and happy Halloween. <laughs>
And actually, my brother-in-law is the one that came up with the idea of Alan's of a haunted hayride. We charged two bucks a person, and our takeout year was nine hundred and eighty-eight dollars. So we made out the first year. So, <laughs> are you gonna do two dollars again this year? No. That's <laughs> we cannot find a haunted hayride older than ours. So we do claim that this is the nation's oldest haunted hayride. It's, it's narrated by the drivers, and uh, some of the drivers do a better job than others, of course. And, yeah. and, and the, uh, um, we try to make it fun, and uh, it's a good family event. Um, there's not a lot of blood and gore. It's, it's a good, wholesome family event where you could come out and have a good time. And the little kids, if they're scared, they'll bury their head in their, their mother or dad's lap and, and tell you how brave they were when they got off the wagon. We also offer for groups bonfires, <laughs> as you can see there's getting ready to get set up there. You can reserve a bonfire with your group and now we have the Tavern of Terror. And we decided to make it into a um, haunted house. So we've kept the bar, the original bar, and um, it's... It, you walk in and it is a bar. So, of course, you cannot get a drink there. There's no liquor license there. In the state of Pennsylvania, you need a liquor license. So, um, it is, there's a lot of different things that go on. You start off in the bar, and that's why we call it the ta Tavern of Terror. And our, our theme is we serve only the finest spirits. I'll credit Ricky Dick from uh, Castle Blood with that, that quote. This is a real working dairy farm. Uh, it goes back eight generations. So, this year, um, we've decided, you know, to follow the CDC guidelines as much as we can um, with social distancing, sanitizing. Um, so with social distancing, um, our bonfires are 25 or less in a group. On our hayride, we're running the hayrides at half capacity. Um, in the haunted house, it's going to be five or less that go through the uh, Tavern of Terror and it will only be from your groups. We're also asking that you know you follow the CDC guidelines and um, wear a face mask. We actually got the hand sanitizer placement ideas from an amusement park and um, so before you get on the hayride you can sanitize before and when you get off you can sanitize. It is really set apart from other haunted attractions because the majority of our event is outside. So um, it, you're, there is the haunted house that you can go through, um, but that would be in a small group. Um, but on the hayride, it's outdoors. Um, so people, we've asked our monsters to not get into the hay wagon with you um, like they have in the past. So things are gonna be a little bit different, maybe not as scary as what it has been in the past, but it's because we're you know following those those guidelines. So, you know, with the bonfires, you're within your group and the groups are 25 or less. So you because we have our bonfires social distance, you don't stand as much of a chance of um, spreading the germs or you know coming in contact with somebody that has has COVID or or even you know the flu or things like that because you're already social distanced. So we have some combination of pricing and um, it's a nice evening. <laughs> Pirate approved! A night of thrills and chills this Halloween season. See you there! <laughs>